Welcome to the Powercast with Charlie Johnson. I'm one of the world's leading fitness and transformation coaches. I'm going to be providing you with the tools to build your ultimate body and mind. It's an absolute pleasure today to have uh, superstar client Holly Marchant uh, on the podcast. So thank you very much, Holly. No problem. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, so Holly started with working with me in the summer on our Shred and Eight program. And the theme for today's podcast is how eight weeks can completely transform your life. Because I think in terms of how you've changed as a person, I think like mentally is probably quite a big thing to talk about initially. And then also physically from initially doing obviously an eight week program. And then obviously we've done, you've done a photo shoot recently and obviously you've got some huge goals for next year as well. I think it's a really inspiring conversation for anyone out there listening to how like taking an initial piece of action and initiative can have huge like potential benefits in terms of knock-on consequences for your life going forward. So um, give us a bit of a brief rundown, Holly, of like who you are, what you do in terms of like work, because people might be quite interested to hear maybe a bit of your background and where you were at maybe before starting any sort of like set training program or regime. Yep. So um, I um, I also live in Surrey. Um, so I actually, I work in, um, I work in sales. So I'm a regional sales manager for a uh, like a global travel management company. So, um, and that's like in business travel. So my, um, role is quite varied. Um, and I'm, it's quite sort of unstructured if that makes sense. So I'm on the go, I'm out, it could be meeting clients. I, I sort of flip between a number of offices as well. So, um, my, I guess my day lacks structure um which was probably one of the struggles i had before i started working with you um was was sort of structuring my day and obviously like in terms of training i didn't really have a i didn't really have a, a plan or sort of any goals in place um and and that's where i sort of started thinking god i, I really need um to sort of you know get back into fitness properly and and actually have a reason to be to be training um you know rather than just sort of <laughs> going into the gym and winging it as as a lot of people do um so that was the main thing for me was sort of getting getting some structure but also to i guess change some some sort of bad not bad habits but probably um habits that I knew weren't sort of adding any value to my life um and that's where it kind of sort of all started it was that kind of like Bridget Jones moment you know like where she's on the on the sofa with a bottle of wine and you're thinking oh what am I going to do with my life (laughs) but you know I and and that's like I you know I'm I'm in my 30s I'm single and I think there's probably a lot of other women out there as well who probably have that same sort of problem and you're just thinking oh god you know when are when are things going to happen and blah 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 and it's I'd been following you on Instagram um for quite a while and I know that you've spoken about this on your podcast before about the um about the video that you put on of when you um of when you quit your job which um I had seen sort of like I think it was like earlier on in the year or late last year I can't remember when it was and I was like oh my goodness that's 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 quite cool and then obviously I'd been sort of like lurking in the background just sort of following the like the posts that you've been putting up and and then I just thought right sod it let's do this <laughs> what, what was the trigger point for you was there one specific thing where like you're like enough is enough I need to take action and deal with this yeah I think it's um you you just sort of come to a point when you're like okay I need to like 
start accepting responsibility for the actions that I'm taking. And it, you know, I'm, God, I'm making myself <laughs> sound like <laughs> like an alcoholic or so. But you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't particularly drink a lot anyway. Um, but I knew that the times when I would drink, it would be like binge drinking, which quite a lot of people do. But then that has, you know, that has a massive effect on you know the next three, four days of your week. Um, and it, and it was actually it was probably something it was probably that and then you know along with like in in terms of, sort of my body and and the way that I was feeling I was like I really need to I really need to you know actually do something um, because whatever I'm doing at the moment is not working um, so if something's not working you obviously need to um, you need you need to change something uh, that's, that's one thing I love and I think one of the, what I thought was very interesting there was and like was the word you said was responsibility. And I think that's where a lot of people don't necessarily take responsibility for their own success and whatever it is, whether it's their fitness goals or their business. And like we talked about, uh, obviously we had Christmas a few days ago, or yesterday or before, yep. <laughs> um, and how like I, I ballsed up, hands up, like I put on five kilos in a day from Christmas and I take responsibility and accountability for that, that I went hog wild for food or whatever. Yep. But then I also take responsibility that I need to get my acting gear and deal with that. And then I've knocked three kilos off, which to be fair, is all just water weight anyway, um, by like getting straight back into training, doing more cardio and like trying to take responsibility for the mess I created. But like ultimately you have to take responsibility for anything you're not happy with because ultimately it's no one else's fault but your own. Oh yeah. And and I think this is this is one of the things that really I mean, not, not many things wind me up, but, you know, this is something that really kind of gets to me at the moment is when, when you know, people are sort of complaining about, you know, if, if, if they've put on weight and that they, they want sort of like a quick solution to lose it. And it's like, well, hold on, like, it, it took you like two years to get to this point. You can't <laughs> it didn't come, it didn't come overnight, yeah. Yeah, you can't expect to like, you know, lose two stone, you know, in, in two weeks. So you know, and then, the, and, you know, when people start talking about, oh, you know, I'm going to go vegan for the week or just try keto and, and you're like, but, but how are you going to know, like from a week of trying it out, if that's, if that's ever going to work? And, you know, then they go back to like their normal crappy diet, like the next week and they're yeah. like, oh, it didn't work. And it's like, well, you know, you're not being patient and you're not being consistent. So how can you ever expect anything to work? Yeah. That, that's uh, one thing that drives me actually mental is when people expect, um, they, they go, they jump from diet to diet to diet. And I think that's why in like a lot of respects, not picking up what I do, but I think what works so well is the accountability with like, say something like Shredinate or with one to one yeah. coaching that there's other people involved in the process. So what I always find, like I'm fascinated by human behavior. That's what I find yeah. interesting is when people say, comment in the Facebook group and be like, oh, I've, I've only lost like two kilos in a week. And you know, like everyone that's else insane. is insane. Like everyone's like, but I get that from clients all the time. The first time I was like, are you fucking mental? Like if you lose like if you lose two kilos a week, that's a huge amount of weight to be dropping. Um, and I think that's where sometimes a lot of people lack perspective, as you said, of how how long it's taken to maybe get into the situation they're in, maybe physically in terms of their health. Yeah. I think they maybe need to be realistic in terms of yes, you can get results quickly, but you also can't it's not gonna happen in twenty four hours. Um, because that's just not the way the human body works and it doesn't it wouldn't be a healthy way to go about it either no exactly and actually just jumping back to the um to the facebook group i think it's it's like one of the like the best things of the program um like for the shredding a it's such 
a good way because obviously a lot of these people that are doing the shredding eight it's kind of where it all starts and that's where it really started for me um but it's it's such like a it's such a powerful tool and obviously social media is is fantastic but you know the fact that all of these people can kind of sort of help each other out and and use I guess motivation obviously I don't I don't like to rely on motivation anymore but I think to get you started it's such a it's such a great way for for people to um you know sort of start on their fitness journey um it's it's amazing like the you know some of the comments that that you get from people that really kind of spur you on and obviously like I've I've built up friendships now like just from you know just from uh that Facebook group um which is which is pretty amazing like it's it's so cool and that's well that's one of like the key things for me was having that group where you know you can all have a bit of banter like it's it still makes the process fun um and and you know that you're not on your own doing this and you can obviously share the information um you know you can help each other out and I think that's one of the things that I you know obviously I I really like about you Charlie and your way of coaching is that is that you expose your clients to other people um you know not and not just other clients it's it's you know other sort of fitness and health professionals because you never claim to know everything um you know you're always sort of seeking out um information and research to obviously help you with your training and I think that's that's the biggest thing for me is that you know it's it's not just going on what you're saying all the time you're you're sort of going oh well, look I've actually spoken to this person or I've trained with this person um and and this is what you're then effectively passing on to your clients um, yeah, that's the big thing for me is that as you said like no one anyone who thinks they know everything knows nothing because there's ultimately like there's a thousand different ways for you to get in shape and like the fact that I can get myself in shape and I get other people in shape I want to find the most effective way and like different ways to do it for different people because people have different lifestyles yeah they like doing different things whatever like what works for me might not work for you and what works for me might not work for someone else so it's trying to find the best and most practical way for like the individual and that's where i think everyone needs that's like why i think say for example shred nate works well is because the diet plans everything is so it's like tailored tailored around people's schedules so like in terms of what you're saying that like initially you didn't really have any structure and you're a bit all over the place in terms of your schedules that probably gave you a bit of a like a open eye-opening moment in terms of how maybe you can eat towards your goals whilst maintaining that around your like your busy work schedule. Yeah, no, definitely, and and, and that's um, I think that you know a lot of people are probably quite scared or they kind of speculate around the concept of online coaching, um, and it's, you know for me certainly I I was thinking oh god you know like. Uh, you know, I used to work in a gym myself. I used to I used to train people like a long time ago, and I've also had PTs in the past as well. Um, and I think people are a bit scared to try online coaching because they feel that you know there's there's not that contact with the coach like that. You know, that have, having that one hour a week in the gym, but like <laughs> I honestly cannot sort of reinforce enough how effective this style of coaching is because it it you know although you're not in the gym with us you're 
kind of there 24 hours a day, seven days, 24 hours a day, seven days a week anyway. Um, and, and it allows people to become self-sufficient as well because you can't, you know, you can't be there to hold our hand in the gym and, and it shouldn't require that. Like people, people should be able to, um, develop a mindset that will, you know, allow them to take themselves to the gym and get them through their workouts. Like we shouldn't have to be relying on someone else. Um, and that's, you know, I think for anyone that is kind of questioning online coaching, I would just, I would just really encourage you to, to try it out and, and obviously try it out for, you know, the eight, the eight weeks or the, you know, the 12 week one-to-one because it's, you know, it's a good time frame to work with as well. Um, it's also, it's also saying I like where, the reason why so many people, they'll go on the internet and they'll download, like this is not a sales pitch for what I do, but like they'll get a free workout and they'll do it for like two days and they'll sack it off. Big saying is having like skin in the game. Once you financially invested into something and then you're also accountable to someone else, you don't want to let them down. So it's like, it's human nature. You want to please others in particular if it's someone like you vaguely look up to or you respect. Like you don't want to check in on a, on a Friday and be like, I've done shit and put on five kilos eating over Christmas like I did yesterday. So like, um, it's one of those things that like inherently working with someone else and being accountable will help you get a better results. And also with Shrednate, the Facebook group, I think, which is really nice. A lot of people, and I I massively underestimated how powerful Facebook group is actually when I initially started it. And I was a little bit wary in some respects, but what I've absolutely loved is like how like you've made friendships from it. I've become friends with you, like other clients and like the networks that have come from that. And also you see like interactions of other people in the group, like giving each other support or like someone will post their own progress and they're like not that confident about it perhaps because they might be body conscious. And you see like hundreds of comments of people being like, this is amazing, like this is life changing. And you can almost like through the person's replies, you can almost feel their mentality and personality starting to change and the confidence come back to them, which I find quite amazing. Oh, definitely. I, I Honestly, it was like the, the Facebook group is probably the biggest thing for me that, that kind of um, sort of made me sort of want to, to carry on. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's so, it's so cool. And then obviously like your, um, you know, the content that you share on there as well is, is so important. Like the, the amount of um, content that you put out on, on Facebook and Instagram and, you know, like podcasts and it's like it's crazy like how much information there is um and i i know that i know that other people have found it so useful but i've i've definitely found that useful um you know that so many people pay a lot of money for for stuff like that as well um but you're you can tell that obviously you're just you just genuinely want to help people that you you put that content out there for for people that are even you know not your clients to to read and and to listen to and I think that that's that's massive like that's there's so much information out there um to help people um you know on their on their fitness journey you know whatever you want to call it um and that I think that says a lot about you um as as a coach I appreciate it. I think that comes from my background of like, it's the same thing when I was younger, that there's so much information out there, so much shit information that's completely mm. like biased to trying to sell you a herbal supplement or against yeah. proper, like someone else's agenda. Like that's where 
that frustrates me massively. So that's why for me, like I'm all about trying to find what works and then try and spread the word for that. So you can have more of a positive impact and like in a roundabout way, obviously like I'm providing free value to people, which I know people appreciate and then they'll come back to me anyway. So like Definitely. from that perspective, it's, it's not, um, it's just something that I want to do. And as I said, like, I love learning. I'm a training and science nerd. So like for me, the more I can learn, the better I get excited about just talking about training or nutrition or anything like that. Cause it's just, it fascinates me how you can uh, adapt the human body by lifting things up and down or like changing your diet or sleep regime. Yeah. These, all these small little things can have huge, uh, huge, huge changes to your body. Yeah. It's absolutely incredible to be honest. And I think um, like that, that thirst for knowledge has definitely impacted me because it, like to, to begin with, you know, I would, um, I, you know, I, st- I only started listening to, to podcasts when I, when I started the Shredding 8 um, program. So, <clears throat> yeah, so I literally like, and that's because we obviously it was the CJ walking club. It would be right. What podcast is like 40 minutes or 50 minutes. And, and that would, that would get me out in the morning. Um, and you know, I'd start, first of all, I started listening to podcasts that were very much related to like, to training. And then, um, you know, and then as, as I was progressing and I was obviously learning more about myself and actually how this was like a lifestyle change, I then started <clears throat> listening to, you know, other, other podcasts that were based around, um, like nutrition and then sleep and then business, because, you know, this isn't just, um, this isn't just about training now. This is about every aspect of your life. Um, and obviously like you have so many guests on the podcast as well. So it was then right. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll start. I have to say one of my favorite people is Brian Keane. Brian's a man. (laughs) Oh, me and Brian are going, like, we can literally just talk ages. I, Like, the amount of times I've probably listened to the same podcast as well, because you, like, if, if it's an hour podcast, you take away something different from each yeah. time you listen to that podcast. Um, and, you know, there's just so many different, um, different topics that, that you guys discuss. And, and like, I'm, I'm obviously going to his, I think I was saying to you, I'm going to his uh, re- rewire your mindset seminar in Dublin yeah. in January, which I think will be, which will be pretty cool. Um, and I've just had his book, his book arrived this week as well. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, like I, I just found that the more, the more I sort of carried on through the journey, the more topics start, like started becoming relevant to me. Um, find, like, it's very strange analogy to have, but I almost find like, the more you develop physically, you then start to develop mentally, but almost fills in the gaps in your brain. So like oh, gotcha. it starts to connect together and you can see the world in almost like four dimensional, if that if like concept yeah. makes sense. Well, I think, you know, um, even from, you know, when we, and obviously you guys um, had the seminar up in Nottingham and I came along to that and I think I was only like about six weeks into the Shredding 8 programme. Um, and you were talking about, sleep and I was and I was like oh my god like I'm I'm so hungry all the time and I was like well that's because I'm awake for 20 hours of the day (laughs) like I think it was um Mike said like when I said oh like I only sleep for like four hours a night he was like what are you doing (laughs) like of course you're going to be hungry like your body's 
trying to get through 20 hours you know and of course like and then and then I started to like link like my hunger levels to the amount of sleep that I was getting and then that that all linked to you know actually like the recovery that you know I was I was allowing my body to have because it you know at the time it, it didn't make sense to me you know to to let my body recover I was like no no I need to I need to keep training oh, yeah. to keep train. and and it's like well, no you need to let your body recover so now I know for example if I haven't if I haven't um eaten properly in the day um you know for whatever reason if it's if, if it's because I've been so busy at work and I haven't structured my meals properly like I'm not going to go and do a leg session if I haven't eaten properly no, because fair. I know it's not going to be productive and I know that I haven't fueled my body. Um, whereas before I probably would have gone and done it and actually it's just, there would have been no point. Um, you know, it's things like that, that, you know, that allow you to kind of make an, an informed decision. So yeah, it's, um, I can't even remember what, what we started talking about initially. I just went off on a tangent there. <laughs> I think, um, <laughs> As I per usual. <laughs> one of the initial things I think was very interesting with you, I think was how like you've changed, like in terms of lifestyles, I think you initially said you had a, a sugar and a caffeine addiction, um, oh, which yeah. I think is what a lot of the people, like obviously I came from a corporate background, they run on sugar and caffeine all day long and then just crash in the yeah. evening. It basically just leads to huge amounts of weight gain. Yeah. Did that a big change for you initially? Oh, definitely. Like, I think, like, physically and uh, mentally, cutting out, it wasn't cutting out all sugar. Like, there were still, you know, things on my plan that um, I was, you know, allowed to have, but it was, it, it was kind of good sugars, if, if you like. But it, I think um, cutting, you know, a lot of sugar out of my diet made a massive difference. Um, I, I found that it was help, definitely helping with my sleep um but also my energy levels as well um i i never realized how erratic sugar actually made me um and that was emotionally as well like crap food makes you feel crap and i know that's so you're, you're, it's you're, so you're cliche you're but... preaching to the converted after the five kilo christmas weight there uh, weight. <laughs> yesterday i genuinely felt like if anyone's heard of expression brain fog i genuinely and i still yeah. feel like today i just don't feel mentally sharp at all i just feel like yeah. sharp as a spoon like yesterday i couldn't even i tried to do something really stupid i can't remember what it was like you know when you like you try and put the i don't know the bloody toast in the microwave or something or instead of the yeah toast, you know i mean like oh your brain's just not firing like properly you just like yeah plot so um that for me like sometimes like Obviously, I don't suggest going out having blowouts, but when I do end up eating like junk food or anything like that, and like a little bit of excess, it just completely reaffirms to me is why I don't eat like that and how crap it makes me feel yeah. today, and how your body doesn't like it. And I yeah, and I think it's it's days like Christmas Day or like this time of year that makes you kind of go, oh shit, yeah, this is this is why I don't eat this type of food. Yeah. Like on this, um, this is what amazes me, Ollie. Is that this is how. <laughs> 99% of the population feel every single day. I know. I, I, I honestly like, and, and you know, this, it's the same with, with like alcohol and, you know, and people go, Oh God, you know, I just feel so crap. And I'm like, well, like, no wonder why, like you've just, you've just absolutely destroyed your body. Um, you know, you've just gone out and had like 30 units of alcohol, which is, 
absolutely insane for one night of drinking. And it's like, no wonder, no wonder you feel the way you do. And I had it like on, um, on, uh, I think it was Tuesday. I'd had, I'd had chocolate, you know, it's fine. It's, I knew I was going to have chocolate. I was very aware of it. And it made me feel really emotional and like, but not in a good way, like in a really bad way. And I was like, God, like, this is, this is why I don't do this anymore. This is why I don't like binge eat anymore. Um, and it's that awareness. I think that's something that I've, I've really developed over the past sort of four to five months of working with you is, is it's, it's being aware of how things are going to make you feel. Yeah, um, it, you know, it, like it, Christmas I, Day, we know that we're going to eat a lot, and we're probably going to feel crap after. And I, but I'm very aware of that now. Yeah. Um, whereas before, you know, I would, I would just sort of go like the day without eating, and then you know, inhale like two thousand calories <laughs> like for dinner, and it would make me feel like crap, and I just never knew why. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things is just being aware of it, and I think like what's so fascinating having this conversation is like the biggest mental changes here, the biggest change here would be mental rather than physical, I think. And I think one of the things oh, that definitely. that's most amazing, uh, which you said is you gave a presentation, I think in front of your company about how you like transformed your lifestyle in terms of like your health and fitness over the last few months and that like, would you've had the confidence to talk about yourself in that respect before, do you think? Oh my God, no. So yeah, this was something that I actually my sales director asked me to speak at our national sales conference. And I think one of the, one of the things that made me feel so nervous about it was because it was in front of people I knew. Um, but I, and I was really sort of building myself up and I getting so nervous about it, but because, you know, essentially she'd actually asked me to present on something that I felt so passionately about and that I knew had really changed my life. Um, that's that's actually kind of what what got me through it because then once I got up there and I had the microphone <laughs> I was um I just felt really confident talking about it you know and I was I was saying on our um our group Skype call that we had last month like I literally had a picture up there on you know on the on the projector um of like me in my pants <laughs> <laughs> at the start of of my of the, of the shred nate and then obviously then what my current state was which was like a few weeks before the um before the photo shoot and um you know and i i just really enjoyed it i really enjoyed telling people about what had changed within my life and just i guess hoping that, that would impact people within the room um you know, I think that's something that I absolutely love about your way of coaching is that is that you you genuinely want to help people and you want to have as much of an impact as possible. You know, regardless of whether that's people paying for you know to have you as a coach or whether it's actually someone that could have you know just looked at you know one of your Instagram videos or something and and they could have taken like one thing away and 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 use that as a tool. Um, you know, and, and change something within their life. I, I know that you wouldn't care whether it's, whether it's a paying client or not. No, it's um, just, You just helping. genuinely want to have that impact on people. And that's, that's something that's, that's really important because that's, that's kind of, you know, the sort of the mindset I have is that 
I, you know, and it's obviously on a much smaller scale, but if if I could help people and, and impact people as well, like that, that would just be, that would be absolutely massive. Like even if one person took something away from it, it's one of those things if, if, you, if you for example you get one person to take action to change their life then that person does it to someone else and it just yeah. spider web effect of like how big an impact you can have and how many people you can affect in like a positive way that's the way yeah i always like to think to say for example you i think <laughs> i change 100 clients in a month for example like those 100 clients inspire another 100 people and like that it goes on and on and on and like that's yeah. how like you can help people at mass scale because other people will inspire each other um, and people buy into people essentially. And that's why like say for example, someone like you, like you've had an incredible journey from where you were say from the summer to now, like showcasing what you've done is like truly incredible. And I think people are very fascinated with your story. And obviously after obviously you've done your, the Shred Nate program, you did your presentation at work uh, we then went on and did a photo shoot with Ben Mark, uh, which I came down for with Mike as well, which I think uh, initially was a very like bizarre, like crazy experience. But like, as I said to you, I said to you that time, it was like the first time you look at yourself on the back of the camera, like it will be a, a bizarre but incredible feeling. It, w- it was like the strangest feeling in the world. And I remember actually like when I, when I booked it, so what um, sort of triggered me to book it it was when when we went out for a meal after the after the seminar when we all all went out together and I was like so like these photos like you were talking about photo shoots and I was like well like who who books in photo shoots like I think people think it's you know just the the type of thing that fitness professionals book in and and you and Mike were like well well anyone anyone can book a photo shoot and I was like oh okay and then, and then I just, I just booked it in. I just thought like, what a good way to, to kind of monitor my progress. Um, you know, what better way than, than to book in a photo shoot. And like, it was the most bizarre experience. Again, it's, it was something like I'd, that had taken me out of my comfort zone again. So that was like two, two like massive things this year that have really taken me out of my comfort zone. Um, you know, I'm like going to a gym that I, I don't train at. I'm then like prancing around in a sports bra in the gym. And then I tell you something else that really like stunned me. And there's a couple of people on there. Actually, one of the, is it James Hollingshead? Yeah, yeah. So I, I follow him on Instagram because I think like he's pretty cool. Like I yeah, love James watching like, like he's an absolute beast. Like his training is absolutely mad. And I was like, I recognise that guy. And then I was like, why are all these people turning up today? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like, you should have said I'd introduce you. No, no. I was like, I, I just couldn't believe that these people were here whilst I was doing my shoot. And it was, it was, it was like a really, I felt really nervous beforehand, but it was it it just turned out to be like such a fun experience and i think it's such a good um a good way for for people to monitor their progress so i've kind of you know i've been looking at the photos <clears throat> excuse me um and now i'm like right you know i i know what areas i really really need to kind of um you know focus on now for like the next phase of my training um you know that, that I'm I'm in no way like the I'm in I'm not in the shape that I know that I want to be in, but I know I've 
come a hell of a long way. But it's only, um, you, you know, as well, it's only a matter of time because, like, as long as you make progress consistently over a period of time, which you will do, then it literally, like, it's impossible you won't achieve the look you want to achieve. The only thing that I would say, like, your personality is very similar to mine is that you're probably quite type A in the fact that when you get 80% towards whatever your goal is, you'll then have another goal. So, like, which yeah. is good because you're very driven and you'll keep you going. But in some respects, you'll never achieve necessarily what you want because what you want will keep yeah. going higher and higher and higher, But which is good, which is great. But um, it's, I think photo shoots are a superb way to evaluate where you are and then to maybe have like a yearly goal to work towards because then you can, it gives you something to like progress towards every year and then you can review, am I improving, am I improving, am I improving? I yeah, think- oh, definitely. Yeah. I don't think, um, and, and I don't think you'll ever be like 100% happy. Oh, I don't mean, yes. Um, but yeah, it's, it's such a good, it's such a good way to like, to monitor your progress and then also like for me to look back and go oh my god like that was like the best five months of my life was actually being able to get to a stage where I could do something like that um you know so like people have spoken to me like there is there's been um a couple of people from work and stuff that have said oh like you know I, I don't know if I I don't know if I could do it I'm like well I didn't think I could do it and it was it was just like the best thing ever um, and obviously having, having like you there on the day was awesome. Like, you know, because I, I'd only, I'd only met Ben once, but he, I mean, he's been absolutely fantastic because he was, you know, he, he'd been like messaging like before, um, the photo shoot, you know, just to check to see like how my, how my progress was and, you know, how I was getting on. And, but obviously like having, having you there on the day was, was great. Like to, you know, kind of help out with, um, like you know the posing and and that kind of thing and and just like sort of genuinely like having a laugh as well like just sort of making making the experience you know a bit more enjoyable um but yeah I would definitely definitely recommend like for for people that are kind of starting out to kind of set yourself like that mini goal of, of or like target of doing something like that what I'd also um, say as well which I think works for 99% of people and myself included is when you've booked in for something like that, it's pressure because you don't want to look like a dick yeah. and be like, you know that you're gonna not going to skip out in a cardio at 57 minutes when it's supposed to be 60. Yeah, like, This is what I need to do. And providing if I do everything I should do, I'll look my best. So you don't want to leave yourself short change in terms of the results by skipping a bit of work, skipping the workout here, like eating a bit of crap here and there. I think it's yeah. a very good way to keep yourself... Um, regimented and on course to get the best results yeah and I think this this is when it all comes down to um the accountability as well and why why the coaching works so well um you know and I think if if I if I can kind of look back now I kind of wish that I started the the one-to-one coaching with you straight away but you know for any for anyone that's kind of like deciding on what to do I mean the shred nate is is a fantastic way to get started but like the one-to-one coaching is really where it's kind of like drilled down for me and and I you know I look at what I'm spending on the online coaching and it's like between one and two percent of my salary a year of what I spend with you on coaching yeah and I'm like that's that's insane for for what I'm getting in return Um, and the fact that actually that that you know that that's affecting what like like 
my whole lifestyle. I wouldn't even say like 70%. It's like 100% of my lifestyle is now kind of based around what I, you know, invest in, you know, into my training. And, you know, it's not just training. It's, it's, it's everything else that, that you've kind of helped me with and, and suggested. So it's like, um, you know, recovery and, and obviously, you know, going to see the osteopaths. I go like James, obviously, who I've, who I've been to see a few times. Um, and then, you know, things that will help me with my training. So like down to things like my footwear, um, wrist straps, like all those kind of things that have sort of helped me. I don't even, I don't even think twice now about spending money on those type of things. If I know that they're going to help me with my training and that's because you've, you've tried, tried and tested it as well. Yeah, like well, you, well, you basically put yourself out there as a guinea pig to, <laughs> to go and try and test, you know, methods and, and, and that kind of thing and, and different products. And, and then, you know, you feed back to your clients and say, well, actually this is, this is what is working for me, you know, try it out. Um, and, and then that gives your clients or your following a, a bit more sort of reassurance. It's one of those things, as I was saying, I love it's like the, the best way to find an efficient way to do something is find a lazy person to do it. And I mean, I'm, I'm not lazy, but I'm inherently lazy and impatient. The fact that I just want to get from A to B as quick as possible. So like chance are, if I'm using anything, it, it does do something because I wouldn't be doing something for sake of it. Cause that's yeah. not in my nature at all. Yeah. No, definitely. And like, there's just so many, um, you know, I mean, I, I could, I could like talk about talk all day as, as you know, from the Skype calls, I am yeah. one to talk, but <laughs> I could, I could talk all day about like, about the, about the benefits of, of obviously doing the coaching with you. But I would, I would really encourage anyone that's thinking about doing it. Like, look at, look at what you're spending on like, you know, eight weeks, 12 weeks, whatever it is, whichever program is you're, you're looking at. And actually what, what does that equate to like throughout the year? It's like, it's hardly anything of, of your, of your salary. And actually, if you're really serious, you're going to have to prioritize it above other things like out, drinking. Like I, I, you know, I'm not sort of making myself sound, you know, like an absolute well, recluse or anything now, but. I don't drink. The Shrevenator program is probably what, three bottles of wine mm-hmm. in a restaurant, I guess. They're 30 quid a bottle of wine. It's quite easy. to. Yeah, that's it. And that's, that's the way to do it is to look at, okay, so. 85 quid well some people go out on a night out and spend 200 quid on one night out that's going to make you feel shit for for 72 hours like it's it's just insane so when people go oh, I, you know I can't really I can't really justify spending the money it's like well you can you could justify going out last weekend and getting absolutely shit faced nah, um yeah. it just yeah it just doesn't things like that don't really make sense to me anymore um, you know, when, when people have or kind of use those sort of excuses. Um, but I, I guess it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to judge anyone. Everyone makes their own decisions and everyone chooses what lifestyle they have. Um, but I think. But, but then I'm don't be thinking, the person to moan about not getting results when you don't invest in yourself because that's it. like you that's invest it. in yourself. I, I'm going, say, for example, around the States for like two, three weeks in January, investing myself that's probably going to cost nearly 10 grand in terms of like yeah. stuff like that. And like I, everything I earn, I put back into learning and like developing myself. And that's, I think too many people are very small minded and short sighted and won't invest in themselves. Like if you won't invest in yourself, like what will you spend your money on? Because like there is no better investment than like 
improving yourself mentally or physically because that's yeah. you're going to have as a gift for the rest of your life no that's it i just i i wouldn't even think twice now about about spending money on um you know, like coaching with you um you know even, even like i've got another photo shoot booked in yeah well, um, that's Portugal, so that'd be pretty cool yeah that'll be that'll be awesome um and then you know like going to this seminar in january like brian Keane seminar i didn't even like question um sort of you know buying my plane ticket to dublin or you know for pay, like paying for the ticket <clears throat> like things like that just it's just normal now um but i will but that's having a growth mindset as well being willing to yeah. Invest stuff. yeah but you know if, if if people say to me oh like you know, we're going to, we're going to go out for a meal. Um, do you want to come, do you, do you want to come out for a meal? Like I think about stuff like that now, but, and it's, it's, you know, I don't, I don't want to obviously stop being a sociable person because I am a sociable person by nature. Um, but I do think, okay, well, you know, what effect is that meal going to have on me? Um, you know, is it, is there going to be alcohol involved? Like I, I'm, I do think about all of that stuff now. Um, and actually one of the things that I've started to do is like say, <laughs> saying no to things and it's, you know, you can still go out, you, you, you could still be sociable and not drink. Um, and I, I, I've had a number of like client Christmas parties and staff Christmas parties at work. So I work in a number of different offices and I haven't had any alcohol. Uh, I think we've, I've had about seven or something in total. I've had no alcohol. Like I've been able to go and still have a good time and just not drink. I like, I even took a, I even took a protein shake to my client Christmas party. Legend. <laughs> yeah. So it was, <clears throat> so our client Christmas party was at Camden house in London. So it's like this really big extravagant event. And you know, like there's free flowing alcohol and I was, and then I just, you know, took myself off into the corner, had my protein shake <laughs> because I just thought, I don't, I don't want this alcohol. It's, you know, I'm, it, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's such a, and some people don't get it. Some people don't understand it. And, and before I think it used to, it used to really kind of get to me that, that people kept questioning, you know, why aren't you drinking? Or why aren't you eating this shit food? Like, why don't you want a takeaway? But now I just, I'm like, I, I don't need to justify that to anyone. And I think that's peer pressure and, and that kind of thing is, is so um, apparent at the moment. And people really struggle with that. People, people struggle with saying no because they're so worried about what people will think. Um, but, you know, if, if people say to me, oh, let's go and do this for the day. And I'm, well, actually I need to train in the morning. Um, so I can meet you after. Or if someone says, you know, let's, let's go after you. I'm like, well, actually I'd rather, I'd rather meet you for a coffee and go for a walk because that fits into my day. So like, don't be afraid to say no or, you know, to suggest an alternative. Like it doesn't, not everything has to be based around alcohol and food. Um, like all of my friends know now, like they, they even text me and they're like, should we go for a walk? <laughs> because, <laughs> because they know that's what I'm going to suggest. I'd much rather like catch up with someone and like, go for a walk, grab a coffee, get some fresh air. Um, I find that, you know, things like that just fit in much better with my lifestyle and you're going to have more positive effects from doing something like that than, than you are for 
going and eating like 3000 calories and, you know, having like what, 20 units of alcohol um, in one sitting. And then probably feeling guilty about it for the next few days. And, fe- and feeling guilty. And that's like, that's a massive thing. And that's when you find that, that you, and I used to find that I used to train because I, I felt guilty. Um, you know, you'd feel guilty about having a heavy weekend. Like if you had a takeaway and, and, you'd, and you'd been out on the piss, like you'd feel so guilty and you shouldn't be training out of guilt. Like that shouldn't be the lifestyle that you lead. You shouldn't be doing things or making decisions out of guilt. Like you should be doing things because, because you want to. Um, and, you know, that's, and that's when it's, you know, comes down to like, you know, like motivation. People, people use that as their motivation. It's like they use guilt as motivation to get them going. And motivation isn't, isn't sustainable. You can't be motivated like all of the time. Um, and you know, you, you need to, you need to start creating a lifestyle and start, um, you know, adopting habits that are going to work for you in the long run. Um, and you just have to be patient. You have to be consistent. You can't expect to get results from something after trying, trying it out for a week. Um, and, and, you know, you, you talk about consistency all the time. It's just being consistent and sticking to something. Um, I know that there was <laughs> one, one check-in that I did with you. It was, I think it must have been about six weeks ago or something. And, and I, I, I don't know why, but I just had one of those days and I was like, right, I'm, I'm just going to smash it out today. And I did the nemesis leg session. <laughs> and then I decided to train abs. I decided to do a seven mile walk and I decided to do cardio all in one day. And I remember doing my check-in with you on the Monday. And I was like, oh my God, like my back hurts so much. And you were like, well, like no wonder. And, and then I was thinking, hold on a second. Like Charlie didn't put all these four sessions on my plan. <laughs> like just, just be patient. Like just, you know, stick, stick to the plan and like see it through. And that's, that's what, you know, I'm, I, I can be impatient at times, but you know, you just have to just go back to the drawing board and just, you know, look at what's on the plan. Like that you didn't, you didn't say to me, I'll go and do a seven mile walk, do an emesis leg session. And then, you know, whack out an ab session and a bit of cardio. Like that's just absolutely then ridiculous. Broke. Then you feel broken. And then, and then I can train for like three days. <laughs> Again, it comes so, down to I think, one of those things where this is, and I'm exactly the same because human nature is you want results and you want results now. So like yeah. mentality is fucking work harder, work harder, work harder. Whereas like in the grand scheme of things, that's actually detrimental because you do too much, you can't recover and then you can't train. So you're actually yeah. not worse off. So you're better off resting a bit more, splitting out a bit more and getting the results you want and not destroying yourself and feeling crap. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. So that's, that's definitely, definitely my advice to people is just is obviously just to be patient and to be consistent with it as well because you know if you start you start missing training if it go to going to the other end of the spectrum if you start missing sessions or you know you start eating off plan um then you you know again you're not you're not going to get the results or if you overtrain you're you're then not going to get the results because you're because your body's not going to be able to handle it so just, you know, just stick to the plan and obviously being, 
um, being honest in, in the feedback as well with, with you, because you can't help me if I don't tell you what's going on. You know, like I've, I've, there's been a number of times where I've said to you, like, I, you know, I'm finding like one of the things was if I wasn't getting back until quite late. And then I found that having part of my um, sort of evening meal was just too much to have in the evening. And, and then you said, right, okay, well, let's look at restructuring, you know, the diet plan and, and factor it into sort of having it earlier on in the day. Um, you know, there are a number of things that I've sort of fed back to you in my check-ins where you've said, okay, well, let's, let's try this approach or, you know, have, have you tried this? So, you know, the more honest people are with their check-ins and the more you can help them, like you can't, you can't just guess what's going on in people's lifestyles and you're not going to, you're not going to punish people for them if they do go off plan, but they need to tell you because otherwise you can't get an understanding of, of why they're making that decision. No, again, it comes down to everything. It's just communication. And that's why I I say to clients, that's why the one-to-one coaching works so much well, so that works so well, because the more you communicate, the better I can make informed decisions with the correct information for you with your best interest to get you to the end goal was if if i don't know i'm not a mind reader so i can't i, I will make decisions to paste upon information essentially that wouldn't be correct oh definitely and i i honestly and i know i'm being biased because obviously i work with you and i think you're awesome but i would really recommend anyone that is thinking about online training um or that you know especially like this is this time of year everyone's thinking about getting back into the gym like why not go back into the gym with a purpose with a plan support network with structure with a support network like don't just go back into the gym and just think oh yeah i'm going to wing all my sessions because it's not going to get you anywhere or it's not in in the long run it's not going to get you anywhere like i would seriously recommend just looking at looking at charlie's page looking at the content that he's got out there and just just like sign up to the to the online coaching like the 12-week coaching is absolutely fantastic like I, i honestly cannot speak highly enough about it and i'm not um you know i know that you're probably sick of me talking about you now charlie <laughs> but um <laughs> but it, like it's been it's been a real life changer for me um and i know it has been for a lot of other people that are obviously on the, you know, there's a lot of people on the, um, on the coaching group that we have. Um, and there's been some amazing results out there and, and you can see all of those on, on your Instagram, on your Facebook, like these are real people. And, um, the thing, Oh God, there was someone that commented on <clears throat> one of your posts the other day, Charlie, like so, a guy that had commented and he was, he was just, Oh God! What a pain in the ass! Like was that the guy I shared on uh, it was, and it was like the day before Christmas. And that's what yes. really, that's what really. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know who you are. You don't follow me. You take the time to come onto my page and like start slagging me off for no reason. I know, and but this is the funniest thing though. He clearly follows you, and he clearly stalks you. So he's obviously investing like time in you. <laughs> that's the funniest thing, and and you think like. The comment that he he put on there was obviously like a negative comment, and you think, okay, is that an insult to to you as a coach? Is that an insult to the people that have worked their asses off to you know to make changes to their life? And actually, no, it's just an insult to himself. Like that just shows how narrow minded he is. Like, oh my god, like people, I, I don't know. And it, I love I love your comment back because. 
I mean, it probably wound him up, which, was, was, which is the most hilarious thing. And I know that you were saying like that doesn't, stuff like that doesn't snag with you anymore because you just rise above it. And, and there are always going to be people out there like that. Um, and it, it was actually really odd because I had, after I put up obviously like a couple of pictures from my photo shoot and um, there was someone who actually, who I've known for quite a long time. I don't, I, I don't speak to them really anymore, but they, they messaged me and um, it, it was a guy, funnily enough. Um, and he, he said, he said, oh, like, oh, like you're looking good, but, but like what's happened to your boobs? And I was like, um, well, obviously like where I've lost weight, they've obviously, you know, I heard you this happens. Charlotte as well, to be fair. Yeah, which, like, yeah, I did, because <laughs> she came around and did my tan. Uh, girls chat, always girls chat. Um, and, and that kind of comment for me, like, before I started working with you, probably would have really, like, affected me. Um, but I was just like, God, if that's all you can see from, from that photo, then that, ri- that kind of shows, like, the type of person that you are. And, like, people like that, I just do not need in my life. 100%. Like for me, like the worst, I will never ever comment on anyone else's appearance unless they ask for my opinion. I would never say so-and-so has put on weight or whatever because I just don't think it's fair to judge and you don't know how that could have a long or really negative impact on that person's emotional state. Yeah. Um, So for me, I don't think it's ever fair to do that. And like, I think if you, it's one of those things, you've got nothing nice to say, say nothing at all. Yeah. But you know, like my, 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 I know that I've changed as a person, my mindset's changed because like that comment would really have got to me. Um, you know, like back before the summer and I started working with you, I would have, I would have really been affected by that. Um, and I know that some people would still be affected by that type of thing, but I just kind of use that as a, okay, well, you know, like middle finger up to you and then it's not too motivation that's, that's what I like to think about. that's it just it kind of just you know sort of fires me up to just to just keep going it wasn't like it wasn't like a really negative comment but it's it's something which you think oh, okay well that that would have got to me in the past but I know that I've changed now because I've reacted differently to it but ultimately it's people's small mindedness and comments like that that can stop people fulfilling their dreams of what they want to achieve yeah. it's like I had the same thing when I first started doing what I do now like people are like start slagging with like, oh, why is Charlie posting photos of himself on the internet? Who does he think he is? What's he doing? Mm. Uh, like all these sort of things. And if I hadn't listened, if I had listened to those people, then I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. I wouldn't be working with you. Wouldn't have had the like, amazing opportunity to like try and change your life. Like all these things wouldn't have happened. Like you would have met the friends you've met through Shred and because that wouldn't have happened. Like if you think the knock on yeah. consequences that, that those few people's small minded comments could have had, if I hadn't like managed to. Oh my God. Yeah. Way, like, and that's where people need to be wary of their thought process and things like that. So yeah. keeping positive, yeah, exactly. being open-minded and letting people do what they want to do is probably the most important thing. Um, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Cool. Um, um, was there anything else that you wanted um, uh, to me to talk about today, Charlie? Cause, well, you'd, I mean, <laughs> okay, I'll give you, give you two, give two more finishing points for anyone. So, um, what's the, the one biggest take-home point you've taken away from your journey so far? And what would be the one thing you would say to someone who's sitting on the fence and unsure? Because obviously it took you a little while, like waiting in the wings before taking action. 
Um, so the, God, it's really hard to choose, to choose one thing, but I think my mindset, that's, that's been the most 